0: Hey, and welcome back to the SC Podcast. I'm your host, David Hargett, and today we have a super special guest, our very first one outside of the University of Michigan chapter. Her name is Lily Montes, and she graduated recently from the University of California, Santa Barbara. She's had quite the entrepreneurial journey. In fact, she began at the age of 12, if you can believe it, but her story doesn't end there. Across her ventures, she's learned a lot, had a ton of success, and has recently become the founder of COAST, the culmination of her vision, which combines curators and content creators in an app that helps you maximize your day trip and have the best possible experience exploring all of life's adventures. So we're very excited to welcome Lily Montez onto the podcast to hear about her journey as an entrepreneur and showcase our story. I hope you enjoy. Well, Lily, thank you so much for being on the podcast here. Our first ever guest outside of the Michigan chapter. We're so excited to have you.
1: Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be the first guest from another chapter and tell you guys what it's like at UCSB.
0: Absolutely. So for a quick rundown, as you mentioned, you graduated from UCSB and you've been really a serial entrepreneur throughout your life, founding ventures across a series of experiences and opportunities. But I know your entrepreneurial journey doesn't start in SEPI. So can you take us all the way back to the very first venture? What was it called? What was it all about? Where does your story begin?
1: Yeah, so I actually invented catchy cahoots when I was 12 years old. Basically, it's a cell phone charm to click on and off your keys. And it came out of a need. I was math tutoring and babysitting at a young age. And I was realizing I kept losing my keys or my phone. It was so hard to keep the two together. So I had a little gadget that I could clip the keys off of. I threw some beads on it because as a 12 year old girl, you love decorating everything. So I did that and I didn't think much of it. I had the product just on my phone and then after a while, different friends and family were telling me that they really liked what I had on my phone. So at that point I had started to realize that there was some interest. And then another thing happened that really pushed me to make Catchy Cahoots the main business was during, it was about 2010 during the great recession, my family actually lost our home due to it and we, I wanted to play soccer and volleyball, but we couldn't afford for me to do the two. Mm. So I was determined to play both sports. And I thought, why don't I try selling the little gadget that I had hanging from my phone? So that's what got me to want to sell Catchy Cahoots to friends. So it definitely escalated from there doing local booths and uh, trade shows. And yeah, that's how Catchy Cahoots got off the ground.
0: Wow, that's that's really inspiring. And it- Kind of similar. Also, I'm not sure if you heard the earlier episode with Jacob and his keeper, but there's always a need. We're losing things. My parents always say if my head weren't attached to it, I would lose it. Um, (laughs) But it's such such an important product and really cool to see, even at a young age, that you had that entrepreneurial spirit and the motivation to keep going and persisting. And so going from there a little bit further, how did this this spirit, this flame, how did you fan it? How did you start and continue to develop it?
1: so after a while doing catchy cahoots i was really getting the entrepreneurial bug and wanting to sell it at more places and get it out into more stores but it was getting to a point in my startup that i was realizing that i either need to be 100 percent all in or i need to put the business on hold and learn about it in college and the pivotal moment was when shark tank actually called and asked if i wanted to audition for them so I did the whole audition tape and went through that process didn't get selected, but the whole process really put things into perspective and made me realize what I wanted as an entrepreneur. So that's when I decided that I need to put the business on hold, go to college and learn about business because I am a first generation college graduate. So neither of my parents really knew how to get the business going, although they're always super supportive. So at that point, I decided it was time to go learn about entrepreneurship. So Luckily enough, I ended up getting into UCSB. And then, of course, my entrepreneurial journey progresses when I joined SEP.
0: That's incredible. And I love your humility, too. Shark Tank is calling you up as a middle schooler, and you're just <laughs> really, that, that's unbelievable. I love that so much. And so speaking of SEPI, this is the podcast, and your experience there has clearly been instrumental in where you are today. But I love how you often describe your experience as similar to developing a startup. Right, you're building this organization from the ground up because, as I understand it, it was founded when you arrived on the scene. Walk me through a little bit of the process of establishing the organization, how you built the culture, how you increased the numbers, and what that overall looked like.
1: Yeah, so when I joined, I was in the beta class, so there was only around ten members or so in there, and it was really neat because I remember going into uh, orientation before I was even at UCSB, and I go into this organization fair. And I walk up to this table that was an entrepreneurship fraternity, but it looked a little bit small, but I was definitely intrigued because of my past. And I had the chance to talk to some of the founders and the founding class members about SCP and their vision for it. And as an entrepreneur, I know that things can start very small, but expand from there. And I saw their vision and I really connected with what they're going after. So I thought, all right, when I get to UCSB, I have to join this. And Sure enough, right when I got onto campus in the fall, I ended up seeing them passing out flyers and I knew that I wanted to join the org. So when I was in the org, I was in the beta class and we also had a pretty small pledge class, about 10 or so people. But what I really liked about it was that you could have a, a large hand in shaping the organization. So what I noticed was that in the beginning was very much so recruitment oriented. So it was about getting people into the door, but there wasn't so much for the active members quite yet because everyone was really concerned about growing it. Kind of similarly to in a startup, you really want to have that high scalability and growth. But then as time went on, I got to hold multiple roles like being external vice president, recruitment and marketing chair, new member coordinator. And towards the end of that of my time at UCSB SEP, I also got to help found the alumni network for our chapter and link it up with the other chapters alumni networks too. But another thing about the org growing over time as I was there was that I was noticing it got to be more specialized as time went on. So eventually it went from having a marketing chair to a marketing committee and then people were able to carry out tasks that really benefit the active members and not just the just the org growing in in that of itself. So it was really neat to see the organization get more specialized and also more selective too as our recruitment grew uh, we were able to bring in a lot more talented and specialized people so more roles were able to pop up and scp definitely had much more of a broader vision as the time went on there too
0: right that makes tons of sense it's super cool it really does mirror the trajectory of a startup because you have this vision this master idea and you're getting people excited about it getting people on board And then you start to transition. What is this experience actually looking like? How can we maximize this opportunity for our members and the community at large? And I think that's super cool how you were each able to take that sense of agency and play a role in shaping exactly what you wanted that experience to be. So speaking of that, what do you think your favorite memory is? This might be hard to just pick one, but throughout your four years with the organization, is there one defining moment that stands out in your mind?
1: I always really enjoyed the retreats because that was an opportunity to to not just see what everybody was doing professionally, but also it was a good opportunity to connect with one another and really get to know each other. So within those retreats too, you get to have the brotherhood level of SEP and take that to the next level, which when you come back from the retreats, it's really cool to see how connected everyone is. And then working towards the goals, you can see a lot more cohesion and collaboration among the people. So I would say, not just the retreats, but also after the retreats and seeing just how connected everyone is.
0: I know I'm certainly looking forward to my first retreat. Living in a COVID world, it's been, been tough. It hasn't been quite the same as far as that, that bonding, that cohesion on a retreat-like experience. But we're still, still getting close. Very much looking forward to when everyone's vaccinated and back in person next year. But switching gears a little bit, now to your current venture of COAST. The idea in a nutshell, as I understand it, is it's an app to help connect you to really cool road tripping experiences for adventurous individuals. I'd love to hear a little bit more about how that works out in practice, what the app looks like, how you've worked upon developing it and getting this idea into fruition and how it kind of represents the culmination of a lot of your past experience. Love to hear a little bit more about that whole process and how you've taken it from an idea into where it is now.
1: Yeah, so with coast it's a day trip app that fosters community and connection to adventurous people who are seeking to make the most out of their experience and they can do this by finding pre-planned day trips or curating their own so the idea of that is it's a two-sided network you have the curators and you have people looking for day trips and it's for those people that are having the moment of i just got to a new city but i don't really know what to do i don't feel like planning but i also want to go out and explore So it makes it really easy to just see things very simply as you scroll. And it's also based on a lot of your different preferences and past trips. So it's curated for you on the platform. But also we know that there's a lot of travelers out there that really enjoy blogging and sharing their experiences. So we actually also have the creator side of it too. And it's a social day trip app. So you can follow your favorite day trip creators and also curate your own and maybe even grow your own travel following. So with that too, we're actually developing it right now and it's gonna be launched around late July, early August for the most very simple beta version but we're really excited to get that out there. And yeah, we've been working on it through the new venture competition at UCSB and also the Wayfinder Incubator at UC Irvine but my ideas for it go a lot further back than that. So the first initial idea I had with anything related to what Coast is now was Hotspot, which was a segment in my high school's news broadcasting show that I had where I'd go around my suburban town of Livermore, California and the Bay Area. And I would feature just a bunch of cute, small town places to go, but it wasn't anything too big. But when I got to UC Santa Barbara and I was in a bigger beach town with a lot more exciting things happening, I thought, this would be a cool opportunity to start making those videos out in Santa Barbara, too. So I started making my own YouTube channel out there and I took that YouTube channel idea into UCSB's new venture competition. But I only did that because I knew that hotspot wasn't the final iteration of my idea, because that's one thing I know about entrepreneurship is you go in with one thing, test it out in the market, see what sticks, what doesn't, and then improve on it from there. So. That's why I brought a video idea to a business competition, but within that, that's exactly what happened. At first we were these hotspot videos, then we shifted to being this California subscription box for a minute there, and then quickly went to a travel itinerary software platform and then we got to a road trip app in, uh, in the new venture competition. And that's what we went with for the competition. So basically, you're on a longer trip and you find destinations along the way. But my idea shifted from the new venture competition to where it is now because of the way that people were changing the way that they travel due to COVID-19. So within the travel industry, it definitely took a toll with COVID. And, you know, a lot of people could think, oh, travel isn't happening. And I don't know, like, should you go on with this idea? But the truth was, It's just that the way that people were traveling was shifting. So people were starting to take a lot of regional trips closer to home, and also going to more outdoor destinations instead of large cities or big gatherings. So that's when we made the shift. And I'm co-founding this with my brother too, I forgot to mention, but my brother and I started those hotspot videos together in Santa Barbara. And we've been working on the startup all the way since then too. But once we, realized what was happening with day trips. We thought this was the perfect opportunity to change our platform to be day trips instead of road trips. And we see this as a trend that is gonna go beyond the pandemic because people are starting to rediscover what's in their own backyard. And this is making people realize what's right around them. And not just with that too, but people take a lot more day trips than they do road trips. So they're a lot more likely to share what's happening more frequently with a day trip than a road trip. So since we've been day trips, shortly after we got accepted into UC Irvine's Wayfinder Incubator, and that program has been extremely helpful with all of the different workshops and the mentorship. And ever since we joined that program, COSA has been accelerating so much since then, and we're, we're really excited for the launch this summer.
0: Yeah, it's thrilling. I'm super excited about this app. And I can personally attest to the day trip thing, too, is even just the local area. So I'm... Studying in Ann Arbor, but I'm from Northville, Michigan, which is about 20-30 minutes away. So I'm very much in my own backyard, as you mentioned. But it's been nice just to go out and appreciate some of the overlooked aspects of it, and start to notice and take in these little details that you often are just neglecting. And I think that's super important. I think that, like you said, it will be a trend that'll stay post-COVID. People are much more aware of their immediate surroundings and taking in those small little moments of joy uh, after after what's been a super challenging year and a half at this point, almost. So really excited about this. We'll certainly keep our eye on Coast and where it's going in the future. But just a quick question. You brought it up. How is it working with your brother
1: it's as a co-founder?
0: What's that, what's that been like?
1: Yeah, it has been great. So my brother and I have always gotten along really well. And it's interesting because we're very different kinds of people. I would say that he is the one that is more into knowledge and researching things and really getting to the core of what the issues are. And I'm more of the executor. So I have this vision, and here's step one, two, and three to make it happen. So it's been a really good combination of him being more of that person who dives deep into a topic and figures out what we what information we need, and then having me there to say, okay, now that we have this information, here's how we can break it down, and make it happen. And another thing too that works out really nicely is uh, the sibling dynamic. I'm the older sister, so it was very fitting for me to be the CEO, and uh, also. I've had more business expertise, but at the same time, he's really intelligent and picking it up very quickly. And with his knowledge, he's able to pick up startups and everything super quickly. So we've been working as a great team together. And another thing is that as siblings, it is really easy when you're communicating because we're able to get straight to the point. There's no feelings hurt or anything, if we think that each other has a bad idea, we'll just tell each other without any blame or drama. And then we just get on to the next topic or how we can solve the problem. So it cuts out a lot of the, the fluff of how, having to wonder how you're talking or if you're saying the right things. You can just right. give that sibling, <laughs> sibling mentality. Yeah. Hey, I don't think that this is working. Let's do something else and change what we're doing.
0: That's awesome. The dynamic duo, just efficient to the point, get that communication ready to go. Maximize each other's skills and compensate for your weaknesses. That sounds sounds like a pretty stellar combination, right there. That's awesome to hear. Yeah, and one one other quick question related to coast. It is about day trips. What is your favorite place to visit? What's your best spot?
1: That's a tough question. There's so many beautiful places in California, and something that I like about California is the environment. So varied here. You have the mountains, the ocean, the desert. But I would say that. Santa Barbara is one of my favorite places to go and specifically there, I would say the Santa Barbara Botanic Garden because it came as a big surprise to me. A lot of people know Santa Barbara for its beaches and the beautiful weather, but they also don't realize that there's the mountains right there too. So I went to this botanic garden for one of my hotspot videos and I realized that it wasn't just a small garden as I thought it would be, but it was this huge nature preserve with all these trails to hike through and there's redwood trees and flowers and they had seven different regions within the garden too so it's like you're hopping from one nature spot to another but i would say the reason why i'm choosing that one is because it's more of a hidden gem in santa barbara than not everybody realizes and that's also something that i want to do with coast is shine a light on those destinations that you might not know about all the time
0: yeah i love that just the hidden gems right? There's always the big names. California certainly seems alluring right now from us here in Michigan, but I think those special tiny little places that have that certain nostalgic quintessential feel about California really go a long way. So that's super cool. If I'm ever in the area, I'll be sure to check it out. And just one last question to kind of wrap things up here. You've gone through a lot of, on your entrepreneurial journey, lots of lessons that you've taken in throughout the years. What would you say is your best piece of advice to maybe an aspiring entrepreneur or someone who was in your shoes 10 years ago when you started this journey?
1: I would say the biggest thing is to just hit the ground running and start going to whatever ideas you have, because there's always going to be a roadblock or someone telling you that you can't do something, but there's always a way around it too, or a way to pivot from what you're doing, going to another idea. And another thing that comes along with just starting right away too, is starting to build that entrepreneurial network of founders that you can bounce ideas off to off of and being able to brainstorm with people like that can really help too and that's one of the great perks of being in scp was that network but you're not even going to get to that network or even have a startup if you don't just start somewhere like i said too i started with a a youtube video channel and that completely transformed into a day trip app so just Begin with something that you're passionate about and go from there.
0: I think that's perfect advice. You have to start somewhere and then iterate from there. And I think that's the best way to go with any idea. So Lily, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. You're an excellent guest. And for all our listeners out there, be sure to stay tuned for Coast coming out later this summer. We, we know you're going to do big things. And we're so glad you're part of the Essie Pie family. So thanks for being on the podcast and we'll talk to you soon.
1: Thanks so much for having me. It was really great to be on here and I hope we can get more SEP cross-collaboration soon.
0: Absolutely. Looking forward to it.
1: Thank you.